Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 595. If you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. I'll never worry again about having a dead battery with my NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in my glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that'll jumpstart a dead battery in my car, boat, truck, or RV. The Genius Boost features built-in spark-proof technology and reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart any of my vehicles. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are built from solid copper for maximum conductivity. There's a built-in ultrabite dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS and emergency strobe. I use my Genius Boost Jump Starter to charge my phone, tablet, and laptop while I'm on the road or if the power goes out in my home. The unit itself is easily rechargeable in my vehicle. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, the battery car source since 1914. I've got one in each of my vehicles. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Rick Beckerman. Rick, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I'm buckled up. All right. Great to have you here. Rick Beckerman is the co-founder and CEO of Throttle Marketplace, an automotive search engine for enthusiasts who are looking to buy and sell automotive parts. Throttle, spelled T-H-R-O-T-L, makes it easy to list products that you may want to sell or browse through thousands of parts and cars to purchase. Rick and his team of experts are committed to revolutionizing the automotive marketplace. He's been an automotive enthusiast since he was a kid, and he's built everything from Hondas to Porsche 911 Turbos. And his current passion is with air-cooled 911s. That has been my passion my whole life. His current project is a 911R Outlaw. That sounds cool. I hope we'll learn a little bit more about that. And his daily driver is a 964 Porsche 911 Turbo. You do like Porsches, that's for sure. I do. So, Rick, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you and your business. Would you take a moment and share a little bit more about your career, your past, and, of course, your passion for automobiles? Yeah, of course. Well, first, Mark, thanks for having me on. You're welcome. Uh, I really appreciate it. So as you mentioned, I've been a, a car guy my entire life. My first project car was an Acura Integra in the 90s. Cool. And I uh, recently got into building Porsche 911s. Well, I, I say recently, it's actually not too recently. It's been uh, about nine years now that I've been a 911 guy. Background from a business perspective, I worked in the oil and gas industry for, for many years in, in various roles, uh, from a field engineer to uh, an account manager in, in direct customer sales. And it was last year, about a year and a, a month ago, that I, I switched over to, uh, to this new business and have been going ever since. Well, it's pretty cool. I mean, the oil and gas business, we all know, has been up and down and across ways and kind of a crazy industry uh, as of late with the way things are going and world gas prices. But I'm glad you've joined the entrepreneurial world of starting something new. 
I think this new project of yours is very exciting, and I'm excited to bring it to the Cars Yeah listeners so they can learn more about what you're doing. And being a fellow car guy, of course, I love knowing about any place I can go and look for cars, find parts, and uh, do it really easily and relatively inexpensively. So I'm going to learn, or we're going to learn a little bit more about that as we move through the questions here. But first, I always like to start your journey with a success quote or a mantra. Some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. So, Rick, take the wheel. Sure. Yeah, so this one uh, I think is is very relevant for me because I did spend uh, eight years or so in the oil and gas industry. And uh, I looked back one day and I said, you know, this isn't really what I'm passionate about. I've been a car guy my whole life, and I want to do something with cars. And uh, my quote or my, one of my favorite quotes is, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. <laughs> yes. That's by, uh, by Tony Robbins. Oh, I love Tony Robbins. Yeah, I know him well. He was a, a client of mine many, many years ago. He's stationed out of Del Mar there, that white castle up on the hill. I met him on a beach one morning when I was coming out of the water with a surfboard under my no hands. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. He's got some awesome quotes. He does. He doesn't. You've taken your passion and you've tied it into this business you're doing. And tell our our listeners a little bit about Throttle. Sure, sure. So Throttle Marketplace was really born out of a a frustration with the current offerings. So being an avid Porsche guy, I was a member of 10 plus uh, auto forums. Plus, I browsed eBay on the regular and Craigslist like most auto enthusiasts do. Mm -hmm. And... It, it just kind of hit me one day, and I, I can get into uh, my story a bit later, but why do auto enthusiasts have to use these dated means to, to buy and sell cars and parts when there's a new marketplace for everything these days? Mm-hmm. And that's really where the idea of Throttle came from. It was uh, enthusiasts need a one-stop shop. They don't need to be going to 10-plus different places to find cars and parts that they're looking for. And the rest is history. We, we launched in uh, May of of this year, May oh, of wow. 2016. So we're, we're very fresh yes, and yes. Uh, we have thousands of users already. So it's, there was obviously a demand in the market. Yeah. Well, congratulations for that. It's neat the way you consolidated these needs for us automotive enthusiasts in a way that we could be more focused and again, not have to go to so many different places. That gets pretty frustrating and confusing. And you start going, wait, what form did I hear about that guy that was going to tell me where to find that part? And uh, it's just, you know, pull your hair out. Of course, I have no hair left to pull out, so it doesn't matter to me, but uh, you're smacking yourself in the head. So congratulations on the new launch, and that's why I wanted to bring well, thank you. Throttle to the Cars Yeah listeners' attention because I think you, you listeners out there, you're going to find this really, really a fun place to go. And uh, be careful because uh, you're going to end up spending some time there and, and finding all sorts of cool stuff you didn't even know you wanted. Let's go back in time and have you share a story with me that instigated your passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment in your life as you look back on it when you knew that you were a car guy? You know, there is. I remember vividly, I don't remember how old I was, I I imagine six or seven, but I remember vividly uh, my dad putting me on his lap in his Saab 900 Turbo. <laughs> and we were in a, on a country road, and I remember just rowing through the gears with him and, you know, shifting at red line and the whole deal. I know that probably sounds a little bit unsafe to come to think of it now, <laughs> but <laughs> I swear there was no one else around, and we didn't go too fast. Yeah, a country road is a good way to start that conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So, um, yeah, ever since then, I've been a huge car guy. I mean, I remember asking for remote-controlled cars for, for my birthday, and I remember having one of those little, uh, those little racetracks where you put the two cars down and uh, the current, the electrical current runs right through the middle of the, uh, oh, yeah. of the car there, and you just zip around on the racetrack. Sure. Yeah, ever since then, it's been, uh, it's been a passion of mine. And when I, uh, when I could drive... Actually, even before I could drive, I was already starting to work on cars. Oh, well, nice. Uh, and, and my 16th birthday hit, and uh, I went out and picked up uh, my first project car and, and fixed it up. and Never looked back. Exactly, exactly. Oh. So, Rick, what I would love to do now is have you uh, take us down some roads and talk about a huge challenge, even a big failure that you face. You guys have just launched a new business. <laughs> That's got to have some challenges that you face every day and before you got there. But take us to that painful time, whatever it might be. But most importantly, tell us how you overcame that situation and what did it teach you? Sure, sure. I've had some some big challenges in my life, but I'd say a more recent challenge that's had a, a large impact on me is uh, my mom was diagnosed with stage four metastatic melanoma oh, a few no. years back. I'm sorry. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's It's been a challenge, but it was... A real pivotal moment for me in a lot of ways because, as I mentioned earlier, I was working in an industry that my passions weren't really there. Mm -hmm. And it made me realize that, you know, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Right. So for me, it was really a push that, that pushed me forward into, into Throttle and into this new business venture. Yeah. And she's been on a treatment that has been working incredibly well. Oh, good. And it's an immunotherapy treatment that even just a few years, you know, five years ago or so, this wasn't even around. Mm -hmm. So just recently, she was actually cleared of no new spots. Oh, my gosh. Oh, which that's is incredible. So oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So so I guess going back to uh, how I really transformed this, this challenge, um, we were looking for a way to launch Throttle in alignment with our values and with something that was very important to us besides cars. So we organized a fundraising event called the San Diego Cruise for Cancer. Cool. And we donated all of the proceeds of this event to the Cancer Research Institute, uh, which was instrumental in the immunotherapy research that was part of the treatment that my mom's been on. Oh, how nice. Wow. So we raised over $8,000 and we had over 100 cars cruising down the uh, the beautiful San Diego coastline. Oh, well, that's awesome. Well, I appreciate you sharing a really personal story. I'm so happy that your mother is doing better. My mother's a cancer survivor. She has been for over 15 years now. My mother-in-law is a cancer survivor. Oh, wow. Lost our father, my wife's father, a few years ago to cancer, sadly. And gosh, it just affects so many people. And I really commend you for taking a situation that could be something that could just really bring you down and deciding, you know what? Life is short, so let's do what we want to do. That's what Cars Yeah! is all about. Is I've had 594 guests before you that have figured out how to wrap their passion for cars into their vocations and their lives in some way, and it's so important to get up every morning excited and do what you want to do instead of something you feel like you have to do. So kudos Absolutely. to you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And again, I'm so happy to hear your mother's doing well with this treatment. Absolutely fabulous. Let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I call a career aha moment. It's a time when you realize, you know what, there's a new direction for me, a new path for me to go down, a new road to take. 
Tell us the steps you took to turn your aha moment into a success. Sure. So as I mentioned earlier, I was, I've been thinking, or I had been thinking a lot about a shift into something that I was more passionate about. The aha moment happened at my brother's bachelor party with actually my brother, who's one of our co-founders and our other co-founder, Errol, who's a childhood friend. Ah, cool. Yeah. And uh, Errol saw me messing around on my phone. I was actually in the process of selling some car parts. <laughs> and At a bachelor was, party. <laughs> you, you're a true diehard car guy. Yeah, when, when duty calls, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, so I was, uh, I was selling some car parts on some auto forums, and I, he saw I was getting so frustrated. Um, I think I made it pretty clear, and there might have been some bad words in there. But um, <laughs> So I was trying to respond to a personal message or something with this guy, and Errol saw me and said, hey, what are you doing? And I said, I'm getting so frustrated with trying to communicate with this guy about this part. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of threw the idea out there to him. I said, hey, what if we built something that kind of combined all these existing marketplaces while also providing people the ability to list on something that's way easier and way more user-friendly. Right. And uh, Errol happened to be a web developer for another startup. Cool. And um, he said, yeah, I think we can do that. Nice. So <laughs> that was the aha moment. And it's been a lot of hard work and a lot of long, long days since then to get where we are today. Well, of course it is. And that's what entrepreneurship is all about. You know, a lot of people will say, oh, you have your own business. So cool. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. uh, but the fact is you're doing what you want to do while you're at work. So sometimes it's not even like work. It's just you're so excited to build it. But I think it makes for a great story. So down the line there, when you're real famous and successful, you can uh, be talking to somebody perhaps even more famous and successful than me and <laughs> say, well, it all started at a bachelor party. And uh, uh, the, yep. the Twitter feeds will all light up and uh, we'll see where that <laughs> goes. Now, yep. how, how about proudest career moments? I would assume you've had many, but is there one in particular that stands out for you? Yeah, I was thinking about this earlier today, and uh, I even put down some notes that my, my proudest moment was the day that we launched Throttle, mm. just because of the, the fact that it was a culmination of all our hard work. But I think, uh, I think the reality was the, our proudest or my proudest day was the day that our first customer paid for services on Throttle. Mm. And it's not because, oh yeah, we, we turned this idea into a business, it's more that we're providing value to auto enthusiasts so much so that they're willing to pay for it. Right. And, and that, was, that was a really amazing feeling. Like, wow, we built something that's going to make people's lives easier. Yep. And they're so interested in it that they're willing to, to pay a nominal fee to use it. You know, there is nothing like that when you have a business. I remember here with Cars, yeah, I'm relatively young in this field. And the first time a sponsor put some trust in me to uh, back his brand, it was NOCO. Genius Boost Jump Starters. And the first time they sent me a check and I stood in the driveway, I almost cried. It was like, yeah. they believe in me. I've got something I can do to help these people promote themselves. The product was awesome. I was excited about it. And yeah, it kind of hits you that, wow, I created something out of nothing. And here we sit. So congratulations for that. That huh, had to be you. an awesome moment for you and your team. Now let's have a little bit of fun here. You've played and worked and built on a lot of cars. So I want you to go back and share your first really special car, maybe share a memory you have of that vehicle. Sure. I'd say the car that stands out here is a 1993 Dodge Stealth Twin Turbo. 
Oh. And it was actually my second car, believe it or not. I had purchased my first car, which was a, an Acura Integra, as I mentioned earlier. And uh, I fixed it up and then decided I, I started to get into uh, quarter mile drag racing a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I decided I wanted to get into something faster. So uh, I got my eyes set on a Mitsubishi 3000 GT VR4, which was the equivalent to the Dodge Stealth Twin Turbo. Sure. But for whatever reason, the 3000 GT VR4s were way out of my price range. So I found this Dodge Stealth Twin Turbo. It needed some work, but it wasn't, it wasn't terribly rough. It was priced way out of my price range, but I went and saw it anyways. And uh, spent a long time talking to the owners. And they c- actually came down on their price so much that the car was affordable for me. Nice. They found somebody they knew would love their baby. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that car really, really uh, stands out to me just because I, I had it for several years and I absolutely loved everything about that car. One specific memory that really stands out is is when I first got the thing on the, the racetrack, the quarter mile drag, mm-hmm. and I pulled a one eight sixty foot time. Whoa. And for the listeners out there that have done quarter mile drag, that's that's pretty impressive, that's especially really impressive. Day out with that car. Oh know? gosh, yeah, yeah, really impressive. Cool. And I was just amped. I was just amped, and I ran I ran a sub thirteen quarter mile with just a few few modifications on the car. Wow. And I was just really really excited. I remember that being like, wow, I really like. Not only do I like going fast, but <laughs> I really uh, I can do pretty good at this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, with the right machinery and talent combined. Yeah, very cool. Oh, that's great. Awesome. Yeah. Well, how about a vehicle that you sold that you really wish you had back? That old seller's remorse tale. Is there one car that comes out for you? Yes. My 1995 911 C2. Mm. So a 993 generation. Yeah, the first year of the 993, right? The first year. OBD1. It was just a beautiful car. It was a Venturing Green with the classic porsche gray interior mm. yeah and i i adored that car yeah. and uh honestly to this day i don't know why i sold it <laughs> there was no need to sell it i just uh just was time to do something different yeah yeah oh yeah i had one of those and uh mine was a 98 and i always kind of go oh man why did i let that car go not so much because the prices have come up just because it was just a cool car that the virio ram i got to have some fun once back in 96, I went to Germany and picked up a brand new 911 and drove it all over Europe for a couple of weeks. And man, that thing was just so much fun. And the sound of the engine at about 4,000 RPM is cool. Yeah, they're amazing. I mean, that, that first year, that, that six-speed gearbox and everything, it was, yeah. just a, it was just a really well-put-together car. Yeah, exactly. They're awesome cars. So I'd love for you to share a little bit more with our listeners about Throttle.com. And I'll remind them it's spelled T-H-R-O-T-L.com. Share with us what Throttle's all about. You gave us a little indication earlier, but uh, what could a user expect to experience when they go there? And why should I be going there to sell parts and cars, specifically to performance stuff? Because a lot of us put these things on our vehicles, and then when we sell the car, we'll pull them off and sell them to make some money for the next toy. So tell us a little more about Throttle. Sure. As I mentioned earlier, uh, Throttle was really born out of the need to consolidate the existing enthusiast marketplaces. You know, lots of people use these auto forums or these community forums mm-hmm. to to buy and sell. And 
fact of the matter is the technology is been around for years. I mean, it's extremely dated. It's been around since the 90s. The other thing we wanted to weed out was we didn't want people to have to deal with listing on a site like Craigslist and dealing with scammers or people that were just looking for the lowest possible price on something because auto enthusiasts really appreciate their cars and their parts. Right. And um, I think most enthusiasts would rather that their items go to another person that's going to enjoy them. <laughs> yeah, kind of like the story you told us about that car you bought. Exactly, exactly. So I think the big the big picture with Throttle is it's a, it's a community, it's a marketplace for all auto enthusiasts to come together in one place and buy and sell their cars and their parts. You know, what comes to mind here are a couple websites, Kayak and Trivago, because as those are advertised on television, they kind of pitch themselves as we're bringing all these different sites into one place. So you don't have to shop around or be on the internet or all these different channels. Is that how we could kind of describe what Throttle is? That's exactly it, Mark. Enthusiasts don't have to go to all of these different places to look for carts, uh, for cars and parts anymore. It's really just head over to Throttle. Do a search there or set up a search alert and have the, the part or car just emailed directly to your inbox. And, uh, and that's it. You know, leave it and leave it and forget it until the part exactly. shows up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I like that. And also, I know you're working on a, a car project right now. Maybe you can share a little bit, tease us a little bit about what you're doing in the garage. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just putting the, uh, the finishing touches on a 1968 911L. That I've done a my kind of rendition of a 911R hot rod or outlaw build. Ooh, cool. Yeah, oh, it's cool. tangerine orange. Oh, coupe. that's my favorite color. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful car. So that should be it should be done in the next month or so if I can get some time to get into the garage and work on it. So this is a little bit kind of like an R group car in that sense. It is absolutely. I mean, I didn't do anything original on the car. Uh, it has a 2.9 liter twin plug motor. Ooh. A lot of power. It weighs about 1,900 pounds. So. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. It's oh. going to be fun. <laughs> you live down there in Southern California where I grew up. So next time I come down to visit my family, I'm going to call you because I want to ride in that thing. So <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'll Anytime. Stop, I'll stop by Cardiff there and uh, we'll maybe catch some waves and then go for a drive. That would be fun. Yeah. Sounds great. All right. Here's a very introspective question for you, Rick. If Rick was a car, what kind of car would he be? And why? Hmm. You know, I'd have to I'd have to stick in the Porsche realm, but uh, for you Porsche geeks out there, I'd say that I'm more like a Porsche 964. Okay, cool. Um, the car leaves a lasting impression, but it's not over the top. I mean, they didn't when they made that that generation switch. They didn't put any gaudy wings or you know yeah. big air you know air vents and all that. I mean, it, it's a very subtle looking car. But it leaves a lasting impression. Yeah, the 964s are great. That was the second 911 I ever bought, and I had a 91 C2. It was my daily driver down there in San Diego. I was living there at the time, so I drove it up and down the coast. I was living in Del Mar, working down in San Diego, and uh, oh, I love that car. It was just yeah. a, just an awesome car, great car, great all-around car. And the car that I had found was a really nicely optioned car. A young kid up in uh, Laguna Beach had bought it, and he got tired after about a year and a half and went on to buy a Ferrari, I think he was saying. His dad bought him whatever he wanted. <laughs> uh, I didn't have a dad that would do that for me, but it's probably best he didn't. 
But uh, that was a great car. I love that car. You know, I always think, man, I wish I still had it because now those cars, the platforms are awesome. That's a platform that uh, Rob Dickinson uses for the Singer reimagined Porsches. He's been a guest here in Cars. Yeah, it's just a really, really nice car. So very cool. So Rick, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars. Yeah, sponsors. Hey, Cars. Yeah, listeners, I have a question. What's the best way to protect your vehicle? both the exterior and the interior. It's with a car cover. I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft is the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers, and they are crafted to fit like a custom suit, with over 80,000 patterns available. And they're made in the USA. But Covercraft is much more than car covers. Their vehicle protection system protects your cars, motorcycles, watercrafts, and RVs, exteriors from the elements, and the interiors from the wear and tear of daily life. Car covers, front end masks, dash covers, seat covers, floor mats, and much, much more. Covercraft offers you a full array of custom accessories made specifically for and styled to complement and protect your special vehicle. Covercraft is the right choice. I use them on all my vehicles, and your special vehicles will love them too. Learn more today at Covercraft.com. And you can get free shipping when you use the code at checkout, CARSYEAH. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. Okay, Rick, we're entering the last lap, and this is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So you ready? Sure. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? I'd say listen to the car. Hmm. Can you give me an example of uh, what you mean by that? It actually came from a mechanic that uh, I worked with in a summer job when I was in high school. He meant it in the literal sense, like listen to the car, you know, it, it'll, t- it'll tell its story to you mm-hmm. about what's going on with it and what's wrong with it. But uh, I almost thought of it as a, in a figurative sense. Uh, <laughs> I like both of those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Definitely a car person. Would you yeah. share one of your personal habits that you believe has helped contribute to your success? Absolutely. I start every morning as a new day. So I, I clear my head every morning, whether it be a meditation or a, you know, a 30 or 40 minute walk with the dog to the coffee shop, whatever it is, I need to clear my head every morning and start the day fresh. 
I like that. Very nice idea. I think I may take up that habit. I like that very much. I borrow my next door neighbor's dog to take him for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. got a new puppy that I've been having some fun with named Warden. So, uh, very cool. Nice. Is there a resource that you'd like to share with our listeners that you really enjoy? Well, I don't want to do a shameless plug here, but. Oh, go I, for it. I hope you do. I use throttle.com every single day. And I'm not just saying that because I'm one of the co-founders, but I have search alerts set up for every part I'm looking for, for my, uh, my 911R project. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I monitor the the current trending prices on 911 cars and parts and it really it really has become my one-stop shop so very cool absolutely great place I remind our listeners that we'll have a link to throttle on Rick's show notes page at carsyad.com now how about a book is there a book that you've read that you think the cars yeah listeners would enjoy sure it's it's not automotive related that's I hope okay. that's okay but yeah. uh, the book is called good to great by Jim Collins oh gosh yeah one of my favorites Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I read that book years ago. It really helped in the business that I was working in. In fact, I bought copies for both my kids when they went off to college, and they both kept those, and as they've gone in their professional careers, pulled that book out and read it. It's an awesome book. It really is. It's amazing. Yeah, Good to Great by Jim Collins, one of those uh, great ones that you go back to quite often. I just had a guest on the show last week who cited that book as well, so... uh very, very popular, great book to read. And I remind our listeners that all these great resources Rick has been so kind to share are noted on his carsia.com show notes page under Rick Beckerman, B-E-C-K-E-R-M-A-N, including links to Throttle, which you've got to check out. It's so cool. All right, we are up to the checkered flag, Rick, and this last question can be a real doozy. If you could have only one collector car in your garage, but money's no object, I'll buy you whatever car you want what would that vehicle be and more importantly why would you choose it hmm well the the porsche guy in me says 959 (laughs) yeah you know what i i think i gotta be cliche here i'm sure you've heard this one before but uh ferrari f40 oh okay an f40 well yeah very interesting choice and being a porsche guy i kind of see the Resemblance, the F40 was basically an F1 car wrapped in a street body uh, when they built that thing. So what is it about the F40? Go into a little bit of detail on what just uh, makes your heartstrings tug on that one. Yeah, um, it's extremely raw. There's Mm -hmm. no driver aid. Uh, It's extremely light. The engine sound is absolutely epic. And it's turbocharged, which I've always been a big fan of turbocharged cars since that 93 Dodge Stealth that I had. Yeah. Ah, uh, they're just, they're such wonderful cars. I, I had the pleasure of driving one once and yeah, raw is a good way to describe it. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's a crazy raw car. I mean, in every sense of the way, I even when you look at the paint, you go, man, you can see the fibers of the carbon, you know, in the, under the paint. I mean, they just, uh, yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it is a nice car. What color would you like? Well, I think they only came in red, right? But there's a guy, I don't I don't have any details on it, but he did his uh, in black, and mm-hmm. it, that was a pretty nice look in the F40. Yeah, I've seen a black one. I believe it was at Concorso Italiano, and uh, yeah, they look pretty cool in black too, but th- those cars will look good in any color. Yeah, <laughs> you know, give definitely. Me, give me one in pink. I don't care. I'd drive <laughs> it anyway. Well, I might change the color if it was pink, but. Yeah. any rate, really cool. Well, great choice, my friend. I'm, I'm kind of surprised you veered off the Porsche track, but you went in a nice direction. Ferrari F40 is cool. Well, Rick, you've taken me on an awesome ride today. 
you and sharing your new company, Throttle.com, with the Cars Yow listeners. I've really enjoyed learning more about you and your company. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with us today. Could you give us one parting piece of guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that Ferrari F40? (laughs) Sure. I'd say keep pushing forward. Set goals, envision them, and execute. Absolutely. Very important, the final part of that. Execute. Follow through. Follow one course until successful. Focus. Is there a a good way for listeners to learn more about you, or is Throttle.com the best place for them to go? I'd say the best place to go to learn about me is Throttle.com. You can check our About Us page to learn about our amazing uh, team, and we look forward to seeing you on the site. Absolutely. And I'll remind our listeners again, that's Throttle spelled T-H-R-O-T-L dot com. And that'll be listed on Rick's show notes page at carsyeah.com. Rick, thanks for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences and your new company with the Cars Yow listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks again, Mark. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!